I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, May the 1st, and we are so glad to be with you on this day. We welcome our radio listeners, 95.9 FM. Uh, Also, those listening by way of the radio app and those in the podcast, we welcome you. And then those who are joining us today on Facebook and YouTube, we are glad to have you with us on this uh, Monday. Not only is it Monday, it's the first day of the month of May. I cannot believe that we're this far into 2023. It's going so quickly. But it is a beautiful day. The sun is shining. We had quite a bit of rain uh, yesterday and uh, some thunderstorms. It was powerful. And uh, But now here today, it's sunny, a little cooler, but beautiful. And we're looking forward to a great day. Today is our 600th episode of The Winning Side. Now, that is hard to believe. We don't do it uh, seven days a week. We do it five days a week, Monday through Friday. Uh, but to think that we have now uh, uh, completed 600 episodes, that is amazing. And to God be the glory. Uh, it's a lot of work for uh, a lot of folks. And I thank the Lord for all the folks that keep the, the uh, radio going and the online going and uh, all of that. And I thank you for listening and for tuning in. Uh, we certainly appreciate that. Uh, we had a great day in church yesterday. We had a, a missionary, I say a missionary, more of a a missionary evangelist, uh, Brother Zach Campbell, was with us all day, and he has a ministry to college campuses. And uh, if you missed the service last night, I encourage you to go back and watch the service. You'll be able to see his video and uh, hear his ministry presentation, and uh, then also get to hear the message, his great message uh, last night uh, about letting God have control of your life, just like Peter uh, let Jesus have control of his boat. He yielded uh, to Jesus, and the message was, uh, what happens when Jesus steps in your boat? And it was a great message, a good time, and uh, I hope you pray. Pray for uh, young people. Of course, we often try to mention our own college students, but pray for those uh, uh, students on campuses all across the country uh, that they would be saved, that they would hear the gospel. Pray that there'd be many more ministries started uh, in other places. I was talking last night to uh, Tristan Morris, of course, uh, Tristan and and others in our church too, uh, they went to NC State and Tristan graduated. And while he was there, uh, he got to be a part of a Bible club on the campus uh, through Beacon Baptist Church and that ministry. Uh, but what an important ministry that is. And so I hope you'll pray uh, that God would uh, send more laborers uh, into that harvest field of college campuses. And uh, pray for Brother Zach Campbell and his ministry, please. Uh, as uh, the Lord lays it on your heart. A happy birthday yesterday to uh, Miss Jean Edwards. And Miss Jean, I hope you had a wonderful day. It was good to see you in church yesterday. And then a happy birthday today to Watkins crew. And I got to see Watkins yesterday. And then a happy birthday today to Edmund Dixon. I got to see him yesterday and I got to see him today on his birthday. And so a happy birthday to you folks uh, today. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, Let's pray for a great week. Pray for our church. 
Uh, so good to have our teens back from the college trip. Of course, Brother Nathan is back, and uh, we appreciate uh, he and his wife and what they did to take our teenagers across the country uh, to visit two different Bible colleges, and they're back, and we're glad for that. Let's pray for Wednesday night. Now, pray for our prayer meeting, our Bible study. We're in the book of Revelation. Pray for our teens on target, master clubs. We only have a few weeks left of master clubs before the summer comes. And then let's pray for Sunday. Sunday is our Public Servants Day, and uh, we're looking forward to a great day. We, we're inviting uh, law enforcement, firefighters, EMT workers, uh, EMS workers, corrections officers, um, wildlife officers, uh, county uh, workers, city workers, state workers. It's going to be a great day, and I hope you'll be much in prayer uh, for Sunday that God would do a great work here and that we would be able to, to honor and encourage our public officials uh, here at Victory Baptist Church on Sunday. Uh, let's pray for our school, pray for our missionaries, let's pray for one another, and uh, let's pray that God give us a great day. Here's a song uh, by a, a quartet from West Coast Baptist College, Stand Strong. And I hope you enjoy this song, and after the song we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 119. Christians all around the world have known whom they believe. They serve God and surrendered all to serve Him faithfully. But there are those who water down the truth that they once preached about. How can we stand idly by? We must keep the standard high. Stand strong. Stand firm, represent the cross to all the world. Don't bend, don't break. Stand for what is true and choose to stay. God will never let you stand alone, so stand strong. God is looking for someone to stand for truth and right. One who'll go unto the lost and tell them of his light. Few have answered to his call and fewer still have stayed. Christians, it is time to rise. The name of God proclaim. Stand strong, stand firm. Represent the cross to all the world. Don't bend, don't break. Stand for what is true and choose to stay. God will never let you stand alone. So stand strong. Stand with those around you. children of the King. Stand for Christ who calls you to trust Him and obey. We must lift the banner high, together we will say.
strong stand firm Represent the cross to all the world Don't bend, don't break Stand for what is true and choose to stay God will never let you stand alone Never let you stand alone. No, God will never let you stand alone. So stand strong. Stand strong. Amen for that. It's a great song, great message, and I hope we will stand strong. Stand for God. Take a stand. Uh, be bold. Brother Zach was preaching yesterday. He talked about his life first. Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Let's not uh, be ashamed to stand for God. Psalm 119, uh, verse number 153, is a new section we're starting today. And But before we get into verse 153, I want you to look at uh, verse 152. This is where we ended last week. Uh, David says, concerning thy testimonies, uh, I have known of old that thou hast founded them forever. Boy, that's a confident statement, isn't it? That's a statement of great faith. I have confidence in God's word. I know that God's word is true. I know that it never changes. And, and what a powerful statement. We see David ended that stanza with great strength. But now here we are in verse 153, he begins the next stanza, the next section, with weakness. He says, Consider mine affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget thy law. Verse 154, Plead my cause and deliver me, quicken me according to thy word. Uh, we see David's weakness is admitted in verse number 153 and verse 154. Now, before we get into the verse, let me just remind you that there will be times in our life where we have great strength, where we have great confidence, and then there will be times where we have great weakness. Uh, remember when the, 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 the disciples, they, they said, Lord, we believe, but help our unbelief, right? And uh, sometimes, boy, we have such great faith, but boy, there's also some doubt. I think about the verse where the Bible says, when I am weak, then am I strong. And it is in our weakness that Christ's strength is made perfect. It is made complete in us. You see, until you admit that you're weak, and until I admit that I'm weak, we cannot have the power and the strength of God. God is looking for people that need him and that are willing to admit that need. And so, David here, he was so strong in verse 152, but verse 153, he admits his weakness. Number one, I want you to see uh, the consideration. David says, consider mine affliction. That word consider, it means to see, uh, to inspect, or to perceive. It means to, to look closely at something. And David is calling upon God. He says, God, I want you to consider, I want you to see my affliction. Well, affliction here means poverty misery, trouble, or depression. Now you say, well, how could David, who was the king, how could David experience poverty? Well, there were times in David's life when he was on the run. He had to leave everything. 
Uh, one was running from King Saul, but another time was running from his son Absalom, and he left the, the throne, he left the kingdom, and uh, he probably felt like he had nothing. Uh, he was in times of misery. Uh, he was there were times in his life where he was miserable, and, and he was bothered, he was troubled, even times of depression. Now, time out. Before I go on, let me say this. In, in the Christian life, you may face depression, and I may face depression, uh, don't ever let anybody tell you that, that that's not real or that that's the sign of, of being a bad person or you're just a bad Christian. Uh, I read in the Bible, I read some pretty amazing Bible characters who went through depression. Remember Elijah? Uh, El Elijah, he was ready to die. Uh, he was ready to give up, throw in the towel. David, we see the same. Uh, I think about Job. You read the book of Job. If that's not depression, friend, I don't know what is. Uh, Job was just in a, a state of uh, of uncertainty and not knowing what was going on and just wondering what in the world God was doing. But we see that David asked God to consider his affliction. Did it ever occur to you that maybe the, the bad things, and I, I've got that in quotes, the bad things that happen in our lives are not always bad. Sometimes it's the bad things, the difficult things, the trials, the burdens that remind us of our need from God and it is those times that draw us back to where we need to be, close to the Lord. It appears in these verses that David is coming before the throne of a king or before the bench of a judge, and he is asking for his case to be considered. Uh, by the way, in our court system or maybe in some, some nations where there is a king or there's a monarch, if you could just get an audience with the king, if you could just get in front of the judge, you could share your story. You could say, here's what happened. And David feels like he's not even getting that opportunity. So he calls out to God and he says, God, I need you to consider. I need you to, to, to see my case and I need you to do what you feel is best. And I want you to do what you believe is right. That's a great day in your life when you come to the point that you say, God, I want your will and not mine. God, here's what's going on in my life, and I trust you to take care of it. I trust you. You decide. You take care of it. You lead me. You guide me. Whatever you say, whatever your verdict is, whatever your decision is, God, I'm going to trust you. It seems like in the, these passages here that we've looked at today that David is seeking deliverance, not so much for his benefit, but for the glory of God. David is, is seemingly here talking about the trouble he's in, but he's not trying to get free so that he can have a, a better life, but he's trying to get free from those, those afflictions so that he can better serve and honor the Lord. In verse number 95, David says that he will consider God's testimonies. But now in verse 153, David requests that God would consider his affliction. By the way, you and I have to work to focus on something, right? Sometimes it's our focus that needs some help. You know, I got I to pay attention. I got to do this. But God doesn't have that problem. God is not distracted. God is not thrown off. God is not uh, unsure of the situation. God knows what we're going through. God cares about what we're going through. He is aware of our afflictions and our troubles. Not only does God consider, but notice in this verse, God can deliver. And David says, consider mine affliction and deliver me. If you were to come to me or if you were to call me and you were to have a problem 
in most cases, here's what I could do. I could pray for you. Um, I could give you some ideas. I could give you some thoughts. I could listen. <laughs> That's what a lot of people need. You need somebody to listen. But probably I could not deliver you from your problem. But can I tell you this? No matter what your problem is, there is a God in heaven that can deliver you, that can help you. David says, consider my affliction and deliver me for I do not forget thy law. Now here's the end. I've got to say this and I'm done for today. But even though David was afflicted, he did not forget the word of God. And when you and I go through affliction, when we go through difficulties, please do not forget the word of God. Do not forget God's promises. Do not forget the laws of God. Do not forget what God has to say. Many times we go through a problem and we forget everything God's ever said. We forget everything that the preacher's ever preached. We forget everything we've ever been taught. We throw it all out the window. And friend, I want to tell you, when you're going through trouble, that's not the time to forget everything. That's the time to remember everything. And that's the time to get grounded even more in the word of God. Number one, we see today the consideration. Consider mine affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget thy law. Hope you have a great day today. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.